Hello and welcome to episode 406 of Spreak and Z Geek. I'm Bat. I'm Hammer. And this is our Week in Geek. This week Marvel movies are back in the theater. Yeah. For the first time in forever. For the first time in And there was actually an audience. Was there? Uh, yeah, there hmm. was. I saw it uh, twice and both the theaters were packed. Wow, ours was definitely not. Oh, ours were But packed. we went at like 10.30 on a Saturday night, so. I mean, I went like. Seven on this. Yeah, that's a a prime. Yeah, so I went prime times for both of them. They're packed. This is the first Marvel movie since Spider Man, correct? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I know, right? It's been a long time. uh, We are going to bring you our streaming review of Greyhound, our Mm -hmm. streaming TV review of Loki Episode 5. And that's kind of really it. There's little pieces of news that I'm sure we'll just kind of sprinkle in while we're talking but it just seems like, like the damn desert rains that we get out here yes yeah, it feels like this is just gonna be a a, a review episode mm-hmm. uh, not, not much is really happening lately and I don't know Remember if it's when summer used to be really big for news yeah I don't know if it's just that I'm not paying attention and it's or like there's no real news to report so all of these different websites are giving multiple like views of the same sort of angle because i yeah. see multiple uh like articles and such posted on ign on the same video story, game yeah. or same story and i'm just it just okay no i mean it definitely is it's not just you like i i, I tune into some of like the daily news podcasts and stuff i have for like movies and music or movies and um games and stuff but a lot of it's very minute like you mentioned we talked about the idea of state of play and stuff but state of play is it was very minimal what they offered. It wasn't like anything jaw-dropping big. Yeah, no, there was, uh, what what was it called? I want to say it's art or flex or... It's, there seems to be this weird, like, kind of non-combat exploration game that looks interesting. Hmm. Um, Deathloop looks cool. Deathloop looks so cool. But again, it's PS5, so I'll play it in four years. When there's PS5s actually available. Yeah, um... And they've changed their design. <laughs> the design doesn't bother me. I don't. I mean, uh, I don't care. I'm not particularly fond of it. I, I love the memes when it first came out and all the damn oh yeah hats and everything like that. The oh my hats and stuff. Yeah. My avatar on Discord is still a a stormtrooper with the PS5 as its head because <laughs> uh, it looks really good. But yeah, it's <laughs> order four oh four not found. The 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 look of the. Of the system doesn't bother me. I mean, yeah. I I never look at what uh, you know my my uh, PS4 Pro the the God of War bundle doesn't really fit with everything that's over there. No. But I never look at it. It's it functions. Yeah, I don't really care. Uh, so what we're gonna do is go ahead and give you our spoiler free review of Black Widow, and then obviously we'll do the same thing that we have been doing, and we'll kind of get it back to. Doing it is doing the spoiler-filled review at the end. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where we deep dive into the entire yeah. movie. And <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Um, did you want to start off with what you've been playing and what you've been... Oh, I don't yeah. know if there's any, been any changes yeah, for you. Uh, I have Tetris Effect I've been playing a little bit more of. Hmm. Uh, Sarah was watching me play it. She's like, this is entrancing. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is Tetris on crack. And I love, I love it. Uh, the main problem with it is... It's a continuing, um, quote unquote story. But as you pass one level, you go to the next level, mm-hmm. and it ke- it keeps where your stuff was. Okay. But if you stop, all that goes away. So you kind of miss out of. It's meant to be played as like one big long session. Yeah. And 
as much as Tetris is cool, I can't love it enough to play it for a few hours straight. Yeah. So I don't get that full experience, but Tetris Effect is is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started playing Stranger Things 3 on Aww. Game Pass, which is like an 8-bit yeah. side-scroller type game, uh, kind of like a beat-em-up of uh, mm-hmm. like River City Ransom, yeah. Double Dragon type of thing. Interesting. It's interesting <laughs> uh, and you you're coming from the place of an actual fan of the show yes too. yes and so i'm i'm going through it slowly i need to actually get back to octopath traveler oh yeah uh that was that was a fun fun game and i need to get back to that and i've got a few games that i need to get back to i started just the first level of destroy all humans remake oh and it's destroy all humans and they, they even have a warning at the very beginning of, like, this is uh, pretty much the, the same game that it was, um, blah, blah, blah. It might not be, some, like, your feeble human minds might not like whatever or whatever, but, like, it's still destroy all humans, and I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I've been playing. I've been playing a whole lot, sadly. What about you? You've been playing a whole lot. I have been playing a whole lot. I've been playing my regulars. Multiple games, but yeah. not a whole lot of multiple games. Um, I've been playing. I mean, I've been playing a lot, but it's the same old. There's nothing really new, different wise. I'm playing. I'm playing with Minecraft, and it's. I've been diving more into that. It's been feeding that like methodical, like meditative kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. And there's shit that I don't know. Like they've introduced new blocks and ores and new different things like that. And I'm honestly now I'm more in the exploratory phase versus the building phase. So now it's just like. Hop in a boat and see how far you can go and see how different worlds are. Because they do have randomly generated, like, tombs and towers and villages and stuff like that. So now I'm just trying to find everything about the water because I can move extra fast. And just see different parts because there's different biomes. Like, there's a snow biome, there's a swamp biome, there's a desert biome and stuff like that, which is kind of fun. And then I found this one place and I was like, oh, this is like a really cool like tomb thing. And the first thing I found, I was all like a little excited. Uh-oh. I got to it and I was like, oh, there's like this cool pattern. It's like, oh, there's cool patterns on the floor. It's kind of an X marks the spot. I did the thing you never do in a Minecraft is dig directly under your block. And I f- there was a purple block right there. And I was like, oh, I'm curious. I kind of want it. And I dug right under it. There was nothing. There's a big cavern under it. It was this nice little tomb and everything like that. And it was meant to be like a secret. You find this and it points you right down. But it drops me right down this long shaft, and I was like, oh shit, I almost died. And there's four um, chests all around me. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And there's a button right below me. I'm like, why? I didn't hit it. But why did I think after a falling there that I should click the button? I did. Entire thing exploded. There is this <laughs> yes. di- it, it basically lets you die, but it lets you see that there's dynamite all around you before you died. And oh. I was like, great. So I just blew everything up, and I had a bunch of stuff with me. And I was like, well... I'm going to take a break from here. I went to go grab stuff. There was nothing left because it all got vaporized from the dynamite stuff. But stuff like that is kind of cool because it's nice to see how far their auto generator has gotten, that it'll do things like this. I found a sand town that is in desperate, like it's about disrepair. Like things are, sand blocks don't have, um, you can just place some blocks in air and stuff like that. Sand blocks have weight, so they'll fall. Okay. So you can place it, but if there's nothing below it, it'll fall. Oh, okay. So there's the auto generator built this whole thing where sand is just on top of sand, and if you disturb it anywhere, a bunch of sand blocks just cascade and fall. So like the floor of this entire town is falling over. It's stuff like that is kind of cool. So I'm in the exploratory stuff, and I like that. It's it's fun. I forget how fucking fast time will pass when I'm playing that though, because it will like hours can go by quick. Like I put a lot of time into it, and I was like, shit. 
I'm glad you're playing a game from 2009. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, haven't gone. I haven't played Persona Five, but I've been watching the shit. Out, I've been doing that, and I've been watching um, Man in the High Castle, and I'm almost. I'm on the last season, and it's, it's fun. I like it. It's it's weird. They just did. I'm on the last season, so there was like this jump where characters change and stuff like that from one season to another, and they're getting to like more wonky shit, and I'm like, I'm, I'm digging this. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you've gotten any any of I, Man on High Castle. Nope, but. I haven't. I've got so many other things, and then we were trying to figure out what we're going to watch after Loki, and I think I have Sarah convinced to watch Breaking Bad. I oh, know. I just got to Gus. Dude. I got introduced to Gus. Oh, uh, you, haven't, you haven't met Gus I haven't, yet. Then. I haven't met Gus. Oh, Gus, God. It's, it's the scene. It's the, uh, it ended on the episode where he has he met Gus, and then he got the he finally got him to agree to a deal with an hour, but Sky's also giving birth kind of thing. And you're like, fuck Sky. I, I don't like Sky, but I'm no. like, obviously Walter. I mean, fuck Walter. Walter's a terrible person. Oh no, it's not me. Like, oh. yay Walter. No Walter's. Can I tell you the garbage too? I mean, we it, it's way past there, so spoilers don't be that. Can I tell you the most heartbreaking thing in that show so far? Seeing Christian Ritter's character relapse broke my fucking heart. That's that scene where her closing the door and I was watching with my friends and I was like, did it, did she just, did she relapse? She's with Jesse and Jesse's like, Hey, I need you to go because I know you're on the program. And then she closes the door and stays with them. I just, you're trying to figure out where, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where you are. Are her and Jesse still together? Yes. Currently. Okay. okay. So like her and Jesse are together. Okay. Jesse just met yes. her dad. Yeah. For the first time, and she just ignored him completely. And then afterwards, it was after, um, God, what's the one dude? The the guy in all white, one of their dealers got shot and killed. And he's like, just, bro, Jesse's just destroyed by it. Yeah. And he tells her, he's like, hey, I need you to go. I know you're on the program. I need to go smoke some fucking crystal. I'm going to do this. And she closes the door and stays. And just seeing her get into that same rhythm, I was like, this is heartbreaking. Like, holy shit. Yeah, the, uh, their... We're on there the last are... season of Breaking Bad 2, I think, aren't we? Breaking Bad 2. I think we're on the last season of Breaking Bad. Are you? I think so. No. Isn't Gus in the last season? Oh, no. If not, we have like one more, I think. Maybe. I think you're season five and there's six? or there... Yeah. I, I have to admit, like coming and watching Breaking Bad, but also knowing that it's not like the full 26 episodes, that it's more of like a small, tailored, curated thing, I like it because every episode has it. Like, yeah, point, I was going to say, I don't feel like there were throwaway episodes. And if there were, no, there weren't very many that I can even think of. I mean, they're ones that are, that are hard to watch, just, but I'm like, the acting's great. I'm yeah, glad I, I yeah, finally yeah, got in. Involved I'm, in this, but yeah. So I, I had to tell you because I finally got to Gus, and I know you wanted to. Yes, yeah. It's just getting so good. Mm-hmm. Like his brothers, like right on his tray. Oh, the brother-in-law is like yeah. trying to figure out who Walter White is, yeah. and like or or Heisenberg or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, god, it's getting so good. So it'll be good because yes. you've never seen it. No. Oh, okay. So it'll be fun. I know. But um, I got to convince her to watch it, and we still have to finish Shadow and Bone. Oh, and yeah, then now that you have Apple Plus, there's that show with uh, Momoa. Oh, see, I really kind of want to see y- that. Yeah, one. so like, it's gonna be. There's a lot of really good TV. It's almost there's a like lo- there's way more good TV than there is good, good movies. I would agree. <laughs> like there are the good movies are very few and far between. Yeah, and I and, think it's that addiction to progress that we like. It's like serialized shows 
hits on that progress like kink like thing that all of us have like all of us love progress that's why rpgs and you add rpg mm-hmm. aspects to sports games make sports games better because it every game is an rpg you. now yeah everything has it yeah I still remember when SS what is it, SS Tricky got freaking like stat boost and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I'm suddenly into a snowboarding game because RPG. Yeah. But that's the thing I'd say with shows. Like serialized shows are addictive because you are excited to see where the story goes, see where your characters progress, and all that stuff. You get that sense of progression. Yep. So yeah. All right. So, so we are going to get to our spoiler-free review of Black Widow. This takes place in 2016. I think it was the exact time, 2015, 2016. Yeah. It's right after Civil War. It's right after Civil War before Infinity War. Yes. Uh, Between the wars. Black Widow is kind of on the run. Or, yeah. Yeah. She's, I almost called her Scarlett Johansson. I was like, no, it's Black Widow. For some reason, I was thinking she had a different Scarlett character. Scarlett Johansson is Well, on I was the thinking she had a different character. character name for some... Yeah. She's, uh, she's on the run. She basically at one point decides... Not decides, but she figures out that her sister's still alive. Yeah. And she's going to Budapest to it's very important. to meet her. Spoilers, it's very important. Yeah. yeah they finally just tell you what happens in Budapest Kinda. a decade later. Uh, when she meets her sister, her sister informs her that the Red Room program is still active. Yeah. And you know, Black Widow's like, no, it's not because I killed like, the dude. Yeah. She's like, are you sure? <laughs> uh, comes to find out that you know, her parents were obviously part of the whole big Russian, like, this whole big huge thing. Yeah. Uh, and the Red Room is still existing. Uh, there are still Black Widows being made. And she's going to take, basically, her entire family to actually destroy the Red Room. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Scene. That, that That's pretty much the entire that movie. Is. There's no... No, I, I don't want to give any sort of spoiler things away. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Someone let out a little the bit. formula's still there oh yeah it's very much a Marvel movie <laughs> it's very much a Marvel movie where things explode quippy one-liners quippy lung binders while things All are things exploding explode, yeah. uh, civilians die they don't fucking care yeah. there was more death in this than like more visible death in this than there were in others I would say I think so yeah like it feels like this is the most where without blood being sp- which is still funny but that blood means there's more people actually. You're like, hey, you murdered people. But I also like. There's a scene. This is not really a spoiler, but yeah. there's a scene where Black Widow and um, God, I don't know her her, her sister, her Yelena. Sister, but she has a code name. Like, what's her? Oh, I just remember Yelena. Yeah, I can't think of her, but I know she has a name. But they're having a conversation. You're supposed to care about them, and they're supposed to be like, "Hey, these are good people," and then they steal a dude's car. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of like, oh. You're garbage, actually. You know, like you're just surviving. Doesn't mean you're great. Just you're surviving. The there's a whole lot of action going on in this. There's a whole lot of a whole lot of suspension of disbelief. A lot, a lot, and I feel it's getting worse. Uh, My main issue with this movie, without giving away too much, is now Black Widow's not a human. She is an Avenger. Yeah, there were definitely. There are more than a few times where I'm like, one of the things that made her and Cliff awesome were, were was humans. that they were humans, almost on par with these superhuman, yeah, people, and she's no longer a human, uh, and it's kind of annoying, mm-hmm. especially for her own solo story. 
Yes, I was. I I I probably would have liked more of a Bourne type movie or more of a spy type movie mm-hmm. than what we got. Winter Soldier, the remake. I got you. Okay, and that's my main issue with it. I liked it. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. It's it's not as bad as like Guardians two. Uh, it's not as bad as any of the bad Marvel movies, but mm-hmm. it's not as good as any of the great Marvel movies. I would agree. It's kind of hanging out in that that middle area of like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. Um, what about you? So I saw it twice. Yes. Um, and I did one of those things where after you see a movie, you go watch some stuff where about things you might have missed. So then mm-hmm. I watched it again afterwards. Um, I I liked it. It's 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 a Marvel movie. I think that the, my biggest gripes come from the movie is that you've kind of already mentioned is there's a big suspension of disbelief. There's kind of them breaking the character, essentially, which didn't make sense. And I feel like this is a movie that's out of time, as in if it were released literally like three years ago, I think would have been almost like the perfect time for it to release. Like this would have been great instead of Captain Marvel between the two Infinity Wars or something like that, or before Infinity Wars specifically, it should have come out. Because I know they're doing the whole retrospect stuff. Before Infinity War or before Endgame? Before Infinity War. Okay. Um, Why before Infinity War? Because of the timing of how it takes. Like, this movie literally leads up to... this movie. So it would have been her doing her thing, and at the end she's like, all right, well, we're going to start Infinity War, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Because my thought is that, like, I feel like the the impact of it non spoilers wise the impact of how the end of the movie is kind of lost on the fact that you've already seen Infinity War and Endgame, and I think it would have been the better. end of the movie or the post credit. End of the game, uh, the end of the movie, okay. not post credit. Okay, um, the end of the movie specifically is very I feel lackluster. It's like extremely lackluster. The end end of the movie before it goes into post credit and stuff like that, um, that feels so blah. Like it's just it's kind of like. Hey, it feels I'm like gonna, it just ends? Yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm going to give you like this awesome like ham sandwich or something. And before hand it to you, I just let it just slowly flip off my hand and onto the floor. And you're like, well, it's still a sandwich. <laughs> That's the best way I can kind of say it. It's, it's very, again, the ending is, it, like, it doesn't stick the landing. It's like a poor gymnast that like does an amazing show or flip-flop of a bunch of action, stuff like that, and then just falls flat on their face. Like stops and then just, it just falls over. And then just continues to drag their nose on the ground. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that are just con- too convenient. And if I'm going to be a moviegoer, I know I'm not a Marvel moviegoer, just a moviegoer. There's a lot of stuff that's super convenient in the way it happens that I don't like. I know it's a movie, but I'm just like, it got annoying. Like, hey, this worked because it has to work. Mm-hmm. This worked because it has to work. Why did they do this burn? Because the next movies happen. And you're like, okay, but it doesn't really make sense for the character. Specifically, there's some stuff at the end. We'll talk a bit more, but... I just got a little frustrated by those. Action is fun. I like the characters. Florence Pugh was awesome. Florence Pugh was... She acted like a little sister, and I believed that, and I liked it. It's a little sister who's having an identity crisis, and it it was fun. I mean, what's his name? David Harper was fun. David Harper was... David Harper was the the heart of the damn movie, probably, because he was pretty much the comic relief, essentially, throughout almost all of it. He was the one that's used to lighthearted kind of things. But I liked his character. He was enjoyable. He was not good. He was just a person. The uh, Melina, I can't remember her character's the actress name, but Raquel Weiss. she was just or Rachel Weiss. Yeah, she was just there. She was okay. Not really much prominent, but that's fine because I enjoyed the chemistry between um, Scarlett and uh, Florence Pugh. Like yeah. they had a good chemistry. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. theirs with their dad, which was actually really fun because it was just 
an enjoyable thing. But it is a Marvel movie. I absolutely go see it in the theaters. There's something I noticed the second time through because I saw someone gripe about it, specifically about Taskmaster, and then I couldn't unsee it. And then it bugged me. <laughs> well, I've... We'll, we'll talk about that, hopefully. But yeah. I, I like it, it was a CG-related thing, and I think mm. something you probably may have picked up on, and if not, if you watch it again, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't actually see a whole lot of bad CGI. There was some questionable, but I didn't see anything yeah. that was just like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Good action. has its, It's definitely a Marvel movie, definitely in the formula. I just, it's a little too late for the character. Like, it doesn't make, like... We all know Malak Leto dies, and I'm not trying to say that that doesn't make this worthwhile, but it would have had so much more impact before that, I mm. think. Okay. All right, so we will come back at the end of the episode with our spoiler-filled review, uh, but now we're going to get to our spoiler-filled review of our streaming movie, which mm-hmm. was brought to us by you. Yes, I wanted to watch Greyhound. It's the Essentially, it's, it's based off a, a book, not after real-life events, but it is taking place during the Battle of the Atlantic, yeah, which was the whole... Say, not real-life events, but real-life life events. events. Yeah, <laughs> like, not specifically real, yeah. but yeah, it's uh, like it's trying to take like a slice of life out of like one of the convoys of the Battle of the Atlantic, which essentially was when we were trying to send supplies to the United Kingdom and everything like that, or Great Britain during World War II, right as we start there. And it's um, the story of basically uh, Tom Hanks' character who has, it's his first naval command, his first trip across it, and they run into U-boats, and they lose things. He Essentially, they find all the U-boats, and they're able to like actually finally get them to air cover and get them to Great Britain, even after losses. But yeah, it's that. Um, you know what? <clears throat> I may not care about the characters, but I really enjoyed the naval combat. Like, which is something you don't see a lot of. Mm. Like, I was talking to someone about air combat and dogfights, because we were talking about uh, Top Gun, the new Maverick one. I don't care about the characters. I just want to see fun, good dogfights. Yeah. <laughs> which, hopefully, I may get. Yeah. Um, but you never really get naval. You never really get air fights really well done. But I feel like we've getting a lot of on-the-ground kind of stuff. So it was fun. I actually enjoyed the naval combat on this one, because it was very much a naval combat thing, and very much cat and mouse kind of stuff. For that, I enjoyed. Character-wise, it, it was okay. Like, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. Not... Tom Hanks's greatest movie ever, but I know apparently he wrote this and it did a screenplay, I believe. Yeah, at least. Um, but yeah, what about you? I'm curious. How did you? What do you think of this one? So I mean, Tom Hanks is still even when he's not great, he's yeah. still great. Like it's one of those things you just like. Yeah, you're. I'm gonna watch you no matter what. You you have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember any of the characters other than I think Cleveland was his. Uh, I mean, his slave, essentially. And that was kind of touching of of him. You know, he realized he lost somebody that he almost considered a friend. And even at one point, there's another one that comes up and And he he calls calls him Cleveland. He's like, I ain't my name. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, It was tough when they trying to dump his body. That was hard. uh, That was rough. The movie is okay. Mm -hmm. I did like how the the subs were taunting them of like Greyhound, we yeah. kill you whenever we want, and and it was that portion of it. The 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 actual combat itself was tense as fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched them one one go, uh, just because all of 
that that being hunted while you, there's nowhere before you can go for mm-hmm. you to go and there's nothing you could do essentially you just have to hope you make it to the end yeah because uh, the U-boats had the advantage all around yeah and it was all of that was very tense mm-hmm. the movie itself is fine yeah uh, but all, everything around it is is really good it just didn't have story enough um it was missing something i don't know what it was missing but it was missing something yeah and i liked it for the the tenseness of the combat and luckily this isn't we're like master and commander is a really great movie but it's like three hours long with russell crowe that came out like i've still not never seen master commander and that's got naval combat and it's really tense and really good but it's so long this was 90 one, minutes. Yeah, it was like, this was under two hours, I believe. Yeah. This was not long. And that's good, because I think if it was long, it would have overstayed its welcome, and it would have lost the tension. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed the tension. So I'm I'm going to say see it yeah. because of the tension and, and, and the quote-unquote dogfighting of the ships and such. The story is okay. Yeah. No, I, I'm right there with you again. I'm like... I'm saying go see it. If you like World War II movies, it's a different perspective on the theater of war, which I think mm-hmm. is kind of nice when you see something different. And I also heard when I was looking to this that apparently Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks are looking to do another series with HBO. And apparently it's called Masters of the Air, which would be more about the oh. group of the... Again, go back to dogfights. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, yes. I mean, Brand of Brothers is incredible. I still have never seen The Pacific. Oh, I haven't seen the Pacific. But I mean, I love Band of Brothers. I've yeah. seen Band of Brothers twice, and I fucking nice. love that damn show. Yeah. It is really solid. Yes. yes. Um, but yes, again, I'd say just for the action and the combat, it's great. And I'm so glad that it nailed that because that carried it through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if it didn't have that, this movie would be blah. And Tom Hanks is perfectly okay, okay but if you get a perfectly okay Tom Hanks impression or Tom Hanks show up, I'm, I'm happy because mm-hmm. it's still fun to watch. Um, but I would agree. The story is lacking character. You don't really care about the characters. They're just there. No, I think you care about Tom Hanks. Yep. <laughs> Where if it had been, I don't know, Alec Baldwin, you'd probably be like, okay. Are you I, Jack Ryan? I don't, nope. All right, I don't care about I you. I don't care about you, but Tom Hanks, you're like, it's Tom Hanks, man. Yeah. And so, he's yeah. He's got bloody heels. I hope he's okay. And that's one of the things that I wish that they had covered a little bit more. Like, was he awake the entire time? Did he take naps? Did yeah. Because they never really show any sort of downtime. Until which, like the very end. Which is kind of okay because it built that tension. Yeah. So it would have been kind of weird to have that downtime. But like... Yeah. Well, it could have been that idea of like, well, if you look at his crew, they're all kind of like curious about him kind of thing. So... Yeah. And it, you it, can it, see it them is... losing their confidence. And, yeah. And you could see them having that death look in their eyes of like... We're going to die. We know at some point it, we're next. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Glad. Okay. So now we're going to... I think we're just... Because everything else is going to be spoiler... Streaming stuff. review, though. Oh, yes. So for this week's streaming review, yeah. I want us to watch Fear Street Volume 1 on Netflix. Uh, this is a trilogy of movies, so we'll probably end up doing all three of them at some point. Hopefully the first one's not bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, the trailer got me. The trailer looks good. It's R.L. Stein of all things. Which is weird. Yeah, I haven't heard that name since freaking elementary. Yeah, I remember reading... Because it was Goosebumps was the series, yep. right? Yeah, I remember reading a bunch of them, and, and they were 
they were written for kids, but it, it was that thing. It was written for kids, but it doesn't talk down to you because you're a child. Yeah, it was. It was horror. It was actually horror, but for kids. Yes. So Are funny. you afraid of the dark? Type of thing. Yeah. Fuck, I love dark. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's what I want us to watch. As always, if you've been in anything you want us to watch on, anything. basically anything, just yeah. any streaming surface, let us know. We don't want to rent. We don't want to pay to rent it. No. We want it to no. be free. Yeah. <laughs> we're lazy. Yeah. We're cheap like that. Unless it's something we absolutely like. What tenant we rented? Yeah. He goes, it. Yeah. Uh, it looks like next week we're gonna do Space Jam. I yeah. Guess. Cool. From the home. I'm not gonna. I don't know unless I have like extra time and I want to use my like a list no. thing for it. And then maybe, but I don't really feel like I want to do that. No. 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 Yeah. No. Before we do streaming, yeah. um, spoiler stuff. Did you want to dip right into pod question? Yep. Just go straight. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, we're going to do this week's pod question, which was brought to us by me, and I wanted to know, who is your favorite animated Disney character? Thorough Life Mate came back with his answer of Stitch, which, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good answer, especially because mm-hmm. it works for him. <laughs> what about you, man? Uh, Flynn Rider. Oh, I love, I love Flynn. Flynn. He's I, good. Like, I, that I mean, movie, I love Rapunzel. I mean, I love, I love that movie. Or Tangled. So. Yeah, like, I love that movie so in general. It was a Rapunzel. surprise thing, because remember when I saw the whole thing, it was... Or when I heard about it, I was like, this is going to be dumb. But Flynn really helped sell it. Mm-hmm. Plus, I love you. It was like Eugene Levy, I think, was yeah. the voice actor, and I fucking love it. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I went with Stitch as well. Oh, I cool. love Stitch. He is underserved. I Like, I know they did a TV show, and they did, like, two or three movies, movies but... He deserved, like, like that show. Like, Lilo It deserves the push that Frozen got. Yeah. Like, give them, like, a, another A-grade movie kind mm-hmm. of thing, but didn't really... And he's nowhere. Like, Lilo and Stitch is nowhere in, like, Disneyland. Like, as not, a ride representation yeah, not really, no. like that. No. Uh, they... They don't do a lot of... They haven't done really a lot of new rides, though. They didn't... There's no they're just Tangled rebrand, ride. They're rebranding. They're right finally now. rebranding the... Uh, Song of the South. Song of the South. What is it? Uh, Splash Mountain. Yeah, Splash Mountain to be Princess and the Frog, which I kind of understand because it has its own area noel nowhere else has its own area like new orleans is yeah is princess of the frog but they don't really have a representation yeah. of that they don't there isn't a fro- a frozen ride at disneyland which i'm surprised about like I just they had general. the theater that they took over in california adventure from aladdin and they put the frozen show in there okay but um yeah it doesn't have a ride what else have they released recently that like the last ride that I can think of that they opened for a for a Disney one, like a mainline Disney. I'm trying I can't to think. even think of anything. Yeah, I've got nothing. So, uh, yeah, it's there are a few things that are very underrepresented in Disneyland that makes me wonder why. <laughs> well, I feel like Island of Adventure and stuff, like, you know, the, like, we know where the bayou is and they have, like, the circle ship and everything like that. Yeah. But I feel like that's never really working. The times I've been there, it's never, I've never went on it. I've never seen it moving, really. You've never gone to the island? No. I We went once or twice. Because a few times we've gone, we hadn't been able to go to the island and then we finally went to the island and I'm like, this is, it's actually really nice if you need to get away from people. Yeah. There's still, there's still people there. Yeah. But, like, it's usually where families take their kids to let them kind of run around a little bit and for the families to just kind of yeah (laughs) because disneyland is a lot and it's really just a little playground essentially okay but it's nice 
and we went, and I think we spent like an hour, you know, just ran through all the caves and stuff and climbed all the tree houses, yeah. and, and it was like, this is nice. You're not, you're not a sardine there for a while. I think the last rebrand was like them rebranding that area for the adventure areas to the Tarzan stuff. I think that was the last rebrand I think I can imagine. Um, and I may be wrong, but that's the last big one I can remember. Well, uh, like, like they've rebranded California Adventure a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, but I, no, I think mean, this is in, like, Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. Disneyland, obviously they built Star Wars Land. Yeah. I think the closest, re- the closest that I can think of, uh, the newest would be Nemo. Oh, yeah, they did do Nemo for the, the submarine one. Yeah. Which, that, that still needs a lot of work. I love I love it, but it's still. The problem is how long it takes to load and unload. Yeah, it does. It's um, because the ride itself is fine, and it's God, it's a long ass ride. I don't know how that ride is so long when you look at the area. Yeah, it shouldn't be as long as it is, but it's so long. But yeah, the getting up and down those stairs is what takes the longest. Is what slows that ride down. I feel. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this week, the pod question goes to you, my good man. Yeah, um, because I've been watching the state of play and I've been talking about Kojima games. I'm going to ask the stupid question of, like, what's your favorite Kojima game? <laughs> I told you. Okay. Yeah. Let us know your answer. You're like nothing. I don't like Kojima games. Let us know your answer at batonhammer.gmail.com. Bat and Hammer on Twitter, Spriggins and Geek on Facebook. You can reach me. I'm at Tarz Skippy. I'm at Frank Kalis. Uh, make sure to like, love, and share us pretty much on everywhere. And if we're not, let us know and we'll be there okay. every Tuesday morning. Yep. Okay, so we are going to get to two spoiler-filled reviews. We're going to do Black Widow and Loki Episode 5. So if you don't want to hang around for that, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Episode 406 of Spriggins and Geek. So Spriggins and Geek, I'm back. And I'm Hammer. Embrace your geek. Have a great week. Okay, so let's start with Loki. Yeah, that's probably a good one. So, we have one more episode left. Mm-hmm. So, big reveal, this one. Do you want to... So, Loki, as we determined, doesn't die. Yeah. When you get pruned, you get sent to, essentially, the end of the timeline. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the timeline, you then get eaten by uh, Eloith. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Giant smoke monster from Lost. Okay, so what's the fucking point? Like... Anyway, and so Loki wakes up to find Lokis. Yeah. And they like basically... Old Loki, Kid Loki, Croc Loki, and then yeah. Boastful Loki? They tell him basically th- their variant stories of how they came to be and how they, they're there, and Loki wants to just break free, and they're like, sure, yeah, whatever. Owen Wilson's there, and he wants to break free. Um, Sylvie... He's prunes herself. To, yeah, after so talking she with can, what you call it with the one judge. Yes. I can't remember her name, unfortunately. Okay, it's um, Ranch Slayer yeah. or something like that. I think it is. I think it is. Um, Kang's. Yeah. Buddy, we'll call her. Yeah. Bosom Buddy? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then you get like, there's a bunch of Easter eggs of like Avengers Towers has Kang on the side of yeah. it. And... I did see the the Thanos Tower, the Thanos the helicopter. Thanos, how could you miss it? That was the best though. Did you see I saw... Throg? I did see Throg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like stupid, oh, stupid. I love <laughs> yeah. it though. And um, basically, Loki has decided that he's going to do something. Like that's his plan. Is I don't know. I'm gonna do something to get out of here. And Sylvie's like, well, that's 
not gonna work. Well, he's like, I'm gonna kill it. Sure you are. Yes. And she realizes that she can, uh, she developed a, a link to it mm-hmm. when it touched her, when it was chasing her when she first showed up. So she thinks that she can enchant it, enchant it but she's going to need Loki help to enchant it. Um, old Loki is helping them fight it by giving a, a holographic, yeah. holographic representation of Asgard yeah. for a little while. Um, we get President Loki and all of the Lokis and Loki made a deal with boastful Loki and they all just end up fighting. And then Croc Loki takes his hand and lots of Loki on Loki action. Yes. There's love essentially between Sylvie and Loki. Loki and Loki. Yeah. Which is fucking weird. Well, there's someone who's saying like, what if they had baby? And I'm like, okay. Would it be a horse? It would be amazing. If they like go really into the mythos and stuff. The the reveal at the end when they get it, there's a there's a town or there's a house or yes. something like that, and it's just there's a uh, Wayne Manor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's Wayne Manor from DC. <laughs> why the fuck yeah. not at this point? <laughs> it's kind it of what be. Marvel's doing. Um, I I liked the other Loki. I I know you said you were burnt out. I remember this mm. is after this episode is you told me that. Um, you understand how I feel about Star Wars. I've told you, I, I just don't care. Yep. I, don't, I don't care about Star Wars. I, I'm not that far where I don't care, but I'm also at the point of just like... Like, how about this? Like, I'm watching it because I've been invested in it. Yeah. I'm no longer watching it because I'm like, yeah, It's more of an obligation at this mm-hmm. point. Like mm-hmm. a social obligation to keep up to date with like mm-hmm. the water cooler talk. Which I'm like, that sucks. Because I'm like, I, I'm enjoying this. It doesn't have like the... Like, the reveal at the end of this episode kind of thing, one of those, like, it's doing those, like, hey, wait till next episode kind of stuff. But, like, this one was, it was fun, it was cool. I actually liked the variant Lokis, it was kind of weird, but they kind of rushed through it. Like, I felt like there could have been almost a little more time with them, but they kind of just blew through them. I mean, that's been the problem with the other two series, too. Yeah. With WandaVision, it was just like, oh, we gotta fight now. Yeah. And we built this whole thing up to just be a Marvel movie. And it they felt like it was cha- more time. It felt like it was changing, and then it didn't change. Yeah. And Falcap was kind of the same thing. They built everything up, and they were, well, now we have to have a Marvel movie. And if you notice, none of the villains in these shows, we haven't got to the villain here yet. Yeah. But none of the villains are villains. They're all kind of misunderstood villains. Oh yeah, no, that was your big concern about it before. And I don't know if it's going to be Kang. It's going to be some. I don't think you put Kang at the end of this. I think it's kind of a waste to reveal th- a big villain like that. I think they're going to hint at it heavily. What oh, they do oh at it heavily? I mean, they're hinting at it now. Yeah. So I'm sure they're going to hint at it, and maybe Kang is there, and he pops away, and they have to chase him in season two of Loki or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't think they do the typical Marvel thing where they kill the villain at the end, because... I mean, he's going to be their next big bad, essentially. I, th- I feel like... Well, I mean, I know he's been cast. I know he's in Ant-Man 3. Mm-hmm. So, I, but again, like, that's the thing is, like, the, mine isn't necessarily that, hey, the villains are misunderstood is the issue. My problem is that they keep doing, like, the same, the same three, and more specifically in WandaVision and Loki versus Mom. These, uh, these three series um, all feel the same. That's the thing. Like, they yeah. all, they all have the subvert your expectations. That, and you have the 
hero is trying to redefine who they are, both in their eyes and the public's yeah. eyes. Uh, I just... Marvel is... They, they have their formula. Their formula works, but their formula is... It's like Telltale. Where Telltale was like, hey, we got these great story-based games. We're never going to fix our engine. Yeah. I almost feel like Marvel's like, yeah, we're never going to fix our engine. I would, I'm curious to see, like, so these are the first three in the hopper, right? Yeah. Then we already have this next, we know this Hawkeye year. Hawkeye is this year. some point. And Miss Marvel apparently is this year. So we'll have five Marvel series this year, supposedly. Jesus. That's at least the way it was docked out is that those three, those other two should still be out there. I'm really hoping that they change up the game. Because if I'm enjoying, I was, I, what I'm hoping I'm enjoying for Hawkeye three. is. Well, we're in spoiler yeah. territory. What I'm hoping for Hawkeye is is that he's being hunted. Yeah, which would be fun. Yes, because like the whole we'll dip into yeah, Hawkeye yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, like, I would like that. Like, I'm just I'm hoping that those other series don't do as much. They don't feel so similar. It would be nice, but at the same time, all the Marvel movies feel very similar because they follow their own engine. Mm-hmm. I just I'm kind of worried about getting bored. And I'm not, the thing is, I'm not bored yet. I'm, I'm not bored yet. That's where I'm at. I know a lot of people, I've seen a lot of stuff online where people, but it's vocal, minority, majority, whatever. But there's a lot of people that are kind of bored of Loki and bored of, not necessarily Loki, but of the TV series by now. So I'm kind of curious to see what the rest will be. And honestly, again, I just, this last, this is when I liked this episode, but the way it ended felt rushed and weird. Like it's almost it ended midway through another arc and rather than where it should be. feel rushed. They have to wrap this up in 40 minutes. Yeah. 40, 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. 60 maybe. But like... And give it probably a second season. Well, yeah. We know... That I, I, I heard there... I think they already said there was going to be a two seasons yeah. at least. So that's a lot of wrapping up to do because you have to wrap up the TVA. You have to wrap up Unless Loki. Unless don't wrap the TVA up and they come back to it. Like I, again, I, You could, but... They set up just enough for the multiverse stuff. Then the multiverse stuff happens with Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and all that shit. And then season two comes in there and then they have another like tip into it or something. I don't yeah. know. It'll be, it, it'll be interesting. I'm, I mean, I'm going to finish watching it, obviously. And yeah. I'll watch. Marvel knows that they've kind of got me. Yeah. Uh, but it, I'm not excited for like Eternals. I have no excitement for Eternals whatsoever. I have no excitement for Shang-Chi. And especially... I got to see the the new trailer that was built mm-hmm. on the big screen. And I was like, uh. <laughs> I'm more funny enough. I'm more excited for Shang Chi than I am for Eternals. Eter- well, I mean, we saw the one thing for Eternals, and it was just like, well, this doesn't look good. <laughs> okay. Again, they're they're throwing out a lot of their hail marys right now, just trying shit while they're writing the X Men movies. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now we will get to our spoiler-filled conversation of Black Widow. And uh, we we went through the whole process yeah. of, of the plot and everything. Florence Pugh was great. David Harbour was great. Scarlet was, was still really good. Yeah. Um, I, again, I don't like that she's Superman now. So like She's the invincible. Big, the biggest one, I would say, is like right with that first chain, chase scene when you see um, Florence Pugh. And you see her fall and hit. Hit, and hit like stuff. four different things and like, lands on her feet basically I was like, you don't get up like that no she's instead of doing her super hair landing she like stumbles a little bit i'm like one yeah, is you've got it a bit more you've, 
something's bro- and that could have been a really good like show story of she's broken and she's being like pulled through this entire thing by Florence Pugh or whatever, yeah. and she's kind of teaching her how to be a widow or all these different things. Well, because there's not even that point where she takes off her shirt and sees all the bruises. And yeah, Florence and that's Pugh it. Pauses a little bit, but I'm like, and they make the joke. Know about, your like, limits, Mister Wayne. Yeah, Batman has no li- like. Well, they make I was like, Batman like, did it. The God probably doesn't have to wear like take ibuprofen afterwards. But I'm like, but you kind of, you kind of don't. You are a god. You fucking were surfing down a building. In the middle of air, and I was I just like, hated that part. So wow, much. like I yeah. hated it in the trailers. I when she jumps when out the it. window, just on blonde, she just jumps out the window, and it's like you're in the middle of air, and you're just gonna jump out a window and hope that there's something there for you. Yeah, and you know, luckily there's a bar for her to grab onto, but it's it would have made sense if she had a built-in parachute to her stuff. Like that yeah. would make perfect sense. And I yes. was like, why didn't you do that? Because Taskmaster obviously did. Right. The same pretty much backpack thing. So why didn't you have a built-in parachute or something or glider or something or like some, that built in it? Yeah. That the, would have made sense why the you were Tony so Hawk ballsy with it. Or the, the, the Spider-Man thing, how he has the webs. Yeah. Tony could have built something for her. Yeah. That would have made more sense of her doing her crazy leap of life thing. <laughs> You're right. It's She obviously knew she was fine to jump off, because there's but there's no reason why. Right. Because she's jumping off from a fucking thing in the sky and no... She no thought. See, yeah, she, she hadn't been there long enough to evaluate yeah. the entire thing. She didn't even know the place existed until a little while ago. Yeah, until she got there. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, <sighs> yeah. the the fact that they've they treat her like a superhero. Yeah, bothers me probably more than it should because I know she's supposed to be super. But the thing is, she's human. Yeah, and works with the Avengers. Uh, it was one of the things that we talked about, and this, is, but last night of the of. One of the few things that I feel that Snyder got right with BBS was at the the Doomsday fight, Spider-Man and Wonder Woman are fighting Doomsday. Batman kind of comes around Spider-Man? the corner. You said Spider-Man and said Superman. Did I? Yeah. Batman comes around the corner, shoots him with a canister. Doomsday looks at him and he's like, oh shit! Yeah. Like, I like that of Batman knows that he's human, he can't fight gods. Yeah. I don't feel that she feels that way. No. I, I would agree, especially I mean, again. Giving, so, again, like I will say, when it, like we talk about third acts and stuff like that. Act three is where things kind of fall apart in general, especially with Marvel movies and stuff like because it just turns into a blind, flying, busy mess. I hated the whole surfing at the end part. There could have been a much better way they could have approached that ending thing. Like, there could have been a whole self-sacrifice thing idea, or, like, which, I mean, they don't care about death anyways, but at least make us believe that the character thought she was sacrificing herself. And then Taskmaster, like, pulls her off the side and uses her, his, um, her, their umbrella. Yeah. Um, their umbrella, their parachute kind of thing. That's an... Do you want to go to Taskmaster now, or do you want to... Continue, go ahead and continue. Uh, but I was just saying, like, <clears throat> so the whole... I call it the Transformer issue. There is so much shit on the screen. And also... I understand it's a movie, but they weren't that high up, so they don't have that much time to, like, do all the crazy-ass shit, but it would have been better Well, that... they were way high up, because they were above the atmosphere and above all the clouds and everything. Right. Yeah, because if you saw it, it was, it was a cloud, and it was above other clouds. It's just, my thought is, like, okay, so the whole thing's falling apart. Give her a parachute, or, like, your point, a glider or something like that, which made so much more sense. Yes. That would have been perfect. I would have been happy to see that again. Be like, cool, she is prepared. She understands that she's got to prepare for all kind of avenues. She knew they were going up to the sky thing like that because no. Milena knew. 
she? Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, okay. So like at yep. least so like, they they were showing clips of what how they yeah how so they like, got the plan. Yep. So essentially, like Melina kind of knew, so she could have told her. So she would have been prepared. Hey, I need to be high altitude. You have a parachute and have this. Blah blah blah. That would have made sense. The whole thing about her jumping out of there. Then you have that whole paralyzed. She sees her sister. Her sister flies off. She grabs the one thing of her parachute. She does flies that one through a fucking jet to grab. She hits it too. Yeah, it's like. like but again, let's say she just she jumps off and there's not all the shit falling as much or something like that because then you have to worry about like didn't something go at through least the... like maybe she could have grabbed a parachute while she was falling yeah. through that that, that, that would have been, been that would have been stupid that have been stupid because I'm like unbelievable but like at least she could have done like, it. I was like, did you have no plan? Yeah. But again, the idea is that she gives her a kind of thing like that and that whole idea that she slips her. She's like, hey, I'm gonna give you the parachute. Kind of like doesn't have to say it, but she's like pulls a ripcord saying, hey, I love you or something like that. Whatever. Sis goes. She flies up and she falls. Taskmaster grabs her and then that whole thing happens kind of thing and gets down to the ground. Wouldn't have liked it, but at least it would have been better than the stupid... It made no sense for them to be surfing on a piece of glass going down. Made no fucking sense. And then also the random dudes that are shooting after uh, Melina and like... Um, the the Taskmaster yeah. clones. Like, I, I was like... Say. What was your guys' plan? But, but we have a plan. <laughs> um, yeah, so you are going to say something. Sorry. I understand that they wanted to give Taskmaster... Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Um, to make that character relevant to Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Or Scarlet Witch. Black Widow. Yeah. But... You changed the character of Taskmaster for no reason? Well, they, they changed it for a reason, but it doesn't feel like a valid one. It doesn't feel like a... But again, you did it just so you could have a villain that you... Could redeem. Redeem, yeah. She's no longer a villain anymore. Mm-hmm. Taskmaster's a badass, usually. Mm-hmm. Well, I liked what and, I saw of Taskmaster. Yeah, but now you have... Winter Soldier. Like, this is a remake of Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. There's just a few little pieces and things moving, but this is a remake of Winter Soldier. So that maybe that's why it feels, I don't want to say hollow, but it just feels... Like you've done this before. You've done this. We have done this before, because this is a remake of Winter Soldier. I'm, a, like, almost 100%. I have to watch Winter Soldier again. Because remember, Winter Soldier, it. you had... Uh, they were fighting over the helicarriers and yeah. they brought down the helicarriers and everything and you had the sacrifice blah like yeah it's real real similar yeah um i didn't care how about this i don't care about taskmaster as a character so i'm not like heartbroken that it's uh that it's um Dracov's daughter mm. my part about it is that like why? Because in Taskmaster, the whole thing is that Taskmaster is like literally has is his superpower essentially. Like yeah. it's something he has, not technologically founded wise. It would have been cooler if you said like the reason that he actually cared about his daughter in the first place is she had a great aptitude for like training stuff. He's like he's like all you did is let me further experiment on my favorite test subject or yeah. something like that. And they, that would have been more fun. Maybe they could have had some sort of a little bit more backstory where Florence Pugh and Taskmaster are fighting as kids and yeah. every time Taskmaster like beats the snot out of her yeah. to show that I've got this upper hand and that and a even plan. later has a training montage or whatever with Black Widow 
and takes her down every time. Yeah. And that's why he's like, oh, my daughter's amazing. Yeah, and then that whole thing of her getting blown up or something like yeah. that. And then he's like, I'm not sad. I just got to experiment on her more. Kind of right. Thing, which shows him more of as a trash shit, which is what they wanted to do anyways. Um, so the part, just going along with Taskmaster, there's a part where the reveal of Taskmaster, and there's a side shot where it, it very much doesn't look like her in that bodysuit, and it, like, someone's like, it's CG'd on it, and I watched it the second time, there's a part where the body moves, and the top of the head doesn't seem to move as long with it. Like, from the shoulder, I was like, did you really just stitch someone, rather than just put her in the suit? <laughs> just put her in the suit? I was like, did you, did, I mean, I want to watch it, like, I just want to see that oh. cut of it, because it looks so bad mm. and if not it's just bad photography which is even almost worse i'm like you shot this you edited this why didn't you say maybe we touched up with cg but it just looks weird like there's this whole side shot and her body moves and then like the head just like follows a bit like slides a little bit i'm like this looks weird mm. I, um, I, yeah, I missed it uh, again like cg like your points as well like the whole point with the fight with the the tanker character car thing was so rough CG to me, like when they're running on the, she's on the bicycle before, bicycle before they steal the car. Mm-hmm. That whole scene of just what is just really rough CG. Like it's good CG, but it's obviously CG. And I feel like they could have done that. Like I, I think it could have done been practical and not been, it could have looked better. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't do coordinations. And right, stuff, right, 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 right. No. Um, yeah, the, I don't care as much about Taskmaster. People saying like, "Oh, it's not, they changed the character." I'm like, who the fuck cares? Do you really love Taskmaster? I'm sure there's somebody who. But then, does. who the fuck cares? Then who the fuck cares why you changed it? Yeah, like the, it's you can go both ways on that. Yeah, like I just I feel I feel that they changed it just so the character could be female, as opposed to like if they had given more backstory, like what we just discussed, it would have made more sense. It would have made more her. sense, other than like. That was a girl. Yeah. Because it's not a really, like, I'm like, so one is, okay, the whole reveal that it's a girl shouldn't really, it's a it's a villain and everything like that, someone going off, like, it, the reveal of who it is doesn't really matter for Taskmaster to me. That part doesn't matter. Again, but, like, again, I would have liked it. What we described, that would have been so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Even if, again, after um, Natasha got off because she got out earlier or something like that, maybe it was that whole thing. I don't know. Something like that would have been so much cool to establish her, her him it whatever it doesn't matter it would have been so much better and i'm not trying to be physicians just because like no you, no like it yeah but like it would be great to establish that person as a a thing rather than just we're gonna pull a shamalama ding dong kind of like plot twist i'm like okay right but no one knew who that person was they just knew it was a girl I'm like okay cool <laughs> i don't know uh so now we can talk about the end credit scene where we have Florence Pugh meeting up with uh, Joey Lu- Joey Louis Dreyfus, yeah, who we saw in Falcon and Winter Soldier, which, developing the other Avengers essentially, the I evil like, Avengers. I feel like the, are the what is it, the Thunderbolts essentially? Yeah. Which this probably should have. I think this movie was supposed to come out first, so yes. that that would have been like, hey, I saw this person already. Versus this is your first kind of. But when she hands the picture of like, hey, this is who killed. Your sister. Yeah. Like, she knew of Cliff Barton, though, because yeah. her sister, you know, Black Widow was telling her about Cliff. Maybe not have seen a picture, but she knew about Cliff and knew that they Cliff. were. Cliff. Yeah, I keep calling them Cliff. That's all right. Uh, knew that I they mean, were... Cliff Barton, he did drop her off Cliff, so. Well, bam. Cliff That's also. Um, but I don't feel that she would want to kill him. 
Yeah, I don't. It feels like a forced, like, hey, go hunt this guy, as opposed to this is the guy that killed your sister type of thing. Yeah, and it feels very weird because she gets introduced to Clint, like in the damn thing, because she asks, like, what bullets do this? Like, well, that's arrows. She didn't know who it is. She's like, where are we at? We're like, well, this is where Clint and I stayed and Mm -hmm. all like that. So, like, she's being introduced to Clint. She knows who Hawkeye is, Mm -hmm. but she's being introduced to Clint as a person. So, it'd be really weird that all of a sudden she's like, hey, did you. It, It does seem weird. Like, I'm like, okay, you're obviously just trying to drive and say, <gasps> but it's not, it feels like a hollow. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, kind of like, you, you're you going to fight this person. Why? Mm-hmm. Because, okay, yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I actually am kind of excited because I would like to see more Yelena because I actually kind of like Florence Pugh. I like her character. I think yeah. it's kind of few. Well, it's, it's pew. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if I, again, it comes back to the idea of like, if I had seen this movie before Infinity War, I would have assumed there's going to be another Black Widow kind of movie because it kind of ends with her having a family and having other people kind of thing like that. And essentially seeing where it goes. So I would assume that there was another thing going and that would have been more of a surprise. And that's retrospective thinking, of sure. course. But that's just how I feel like it's a little too little, a little too late. I liked... I like the teen cover, the teen spirit cover, actually. But I know some people fucking hated it. I mean, I hate Nirvana, so it was I obviously mean, better than. Yeah, Nirvana. I'm not a big fan of Nirvana, but <laughs> I liked it because it's just like I liked the intro. It was fun to watch. I liked the whole thing about the assassins thing, the children abduction shit. Like that was like, holy fuck, this is terrible. Um, it's not the worst movie. I saw a lot of no. people really hating it. Um, it's just, but it's also getting tired. Yeah, and. And I know that every time we're like, ooh, I hope this is new. Because we saw with uh, uh, Edgar Wright doing Ant-Man, we were like, oh, yeah. this is going to be different. And then Edgar Wright was like, I got to leave because I have to do exactly what they want me to do. And and that's when it realized of like, oh, you're you're not really a di- You're just there. Yeah. Like, there's no director. There's no writer. You're just there. I have Peyton Reed and stuff like that, which I'm imagining Peyton Reed's probably like, hey, I'd like to do something new. Let's go to the... Yeah. Like, like, he's probably like, oh, I'd like to do that. And even, I know people are like, James, the Guardians was new with James Gunn. I was like, not really. If you actually go back and watch it... It follows the formula. It follows the formula. It's more slapsticky. Yeah. And I think they gave him more leeway with part two. And we saw how great part two was. Mm-hmm. Like... I saw the new trailer for Suicide Squad as well, by the way. And I was like, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to see it. But I'm also, uh, you, you you look at Boomerang and you're like, I'm going to bite it. <laughs> like Every time I, <laughs> I want to go watch fucking Fun Wars. God every time I see him in one of the trailers, I was like, yeah, you're dead. I was like, you know what? It's funny because if you watch all the trailers, essentially what you can start doing is you can start zeroing in of like all the scenes that the character's in. And you're like, oh, I can tell when the you're one not thing, in it. This looks like there's not a lot of Harley. Yeah. And I wonder how they take her... Because they don't kill Harley. No, I don't think they take but her out. But how do they take her out, you know? I think she runs away or something like that. Oh, like, like thanks guys for freeing me. Yeah, exactly. I got things to do. Kind of like, I got a sequel to shoot. Something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I do agree with like Black Widow. Like, it, it feels a bit tired. And I think the problem is that, okay, um, when we did Avengers, we had Thanos the first time. And then they like... They Game of Thrones dragged us for like a bunch of movies until we actually got Thanos, mm-hmm. which was Thanos paid the, off. Th- Thanos did pay off. Josh Brolin paid it off so hardcore, and the rest of the movies did. But there's kind of this aimless feeling with Marvel, of like what are you going to do next? And this is how we felt since mm-hmm. Spider Man, which is over two years ago at this point. Yeah. This is the first movie we've seen of it, 
and we've watched the TV shows, but we still don't really, we know Kang is kind of it because just we see casting news, but we're not really seeing a full more forward direction. It's just mm-hmm. more of let's just show explore more in the world. And that's why, like, again, with Winter Soldier, it's like, hey, you're prepping essentially for another Winter- oh, Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. Wanda Which we know they're getting. You're essentially trying to tie up a wound, like, an area kind of thing like this of, like, mm, here we go. And then Black Widow's literally, like, let's finally play homage to this. Loki is, let's tie, like, tie up a little, like, thing we've done here. But it's not all forward momentum yet. And I think that's the part that I'm... Like, they're kind of running in, in pace? In, yeah. In place? Yeah, and it's rather, what's the next thing? And I think maybe... King, but I, I agree with you. It's not going to be. There's no way they can do it with service in one episode. In no, and it no. wouldn't make sense to do that huge reveal and everything like that. Unless it is show. King, and then the next three or four movies are chasing him through multi-year different stuff. multi timelines and universe and stuff, and that would be kind of fun. But then it could also be played out if you do it too many times. Yeah, like King shows up and you're chasing him, and he bolts to another timeline or another universe or whatever you're like cool well it's one of those like is it the is a formula that you give someone a movie to establish themselves i.e eternals is gonna be their establishment movie mm-hmm. but then eternals 2 would be now it's a kang movie versus like you know dr strange had his establishment movie dr strange 2 is kang movie mm-hmm. like you essentially have those things like do you is that what you do shang chi is the same thing shang chi first one is shang chi movie second one is kang movie like how do you how long do you carry it and how long do you build up a villain before you Next, the villain, and right. then move on to the next. Because really, they only built up Thanos in like through one movie, and then like a couple, like the, like. But again, they and then after on. credit scenes, yeah. But he's really only in two movies. Yeah, you're right. Because Guardians, won. Guardians, what he shows up at the end with the ship or whatever, um, or was that that Ragnarok that he? Yeah, Ragnarok, Ragnarok shows up at the end, but like all of the movies is just kind of him trying to get stones. Yeah. But that's not what... That's all the post credit scenes. That's not even the movies. You don't... You don't know you, that. You don't really get Thanos. Until Infinity War. Yeah. Because then they're like, Thanos, who? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thanos is coming. It's like, all right, and... To where at least maybe they build up Kang and everybody's like, oh shit, Kang. Like, maybe this is a more coordinated effort, which I would love to see. And this is a way you can bring back the dead characters too, because you can pull them from other timelines, which... Would show that they don't care about death at all. They don't care about death already. So, like, why the hell not? No. Anything else you want to add to this? I think again, my like, I'm nitpicky on stuff because it's it's a solid action movie. It's a solid summer action movie. I just wish I want it to be better. But like, I would feel different bad. if it was an Iron Man movie, or you would feel different. Yeah, you, yeah. A, a Cap movie or a Thor movie because they're. Not humans. Yeah. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay. Her being human, I wanted it to be more grounded and her do more human things. And and I was out. I was, I wouldn't say out, but I was definitely like, oh, there's no consequence. After the first chase scene where she, she falls, falls down like it. seven stories and bounces off of everything and is just like, ow. Yeah. I was like, the other girl's dead with a broken fucking leg and is just like. And technically she's younger than you, so. Yeah. Yeah, and hasn't been through all this shit that yeah. you've been through with all these other movies. It would have been great if she did that, hit the ground, and knocked out, and then woke up later and Yelena dragged her somewhere. Yeah, and it, like, there was no, there, there was no real consequences from that point. And even 
before that when she got blown up in the fucking car. Oh, yeah. Flipped like 18 times on the fucking bridge and just gets out and is all like, we're going to fight now. I'm like, have you ever been in a car accident? I haven't been blown up by a rocket, but I've been in a car accident and couldn't move for like a month. I know I'm not a fucking super spy, but we're humans. Yeah. Like, I just... I would have rather it played on her humanity more than her that's superhuman. You, that's the idea. I heard someone compare it to Jason Bourne. I'm like, it kind of does with the whole Bourne identity thing and the controlling kind of thing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Bourne is he's also a human. Mm-hmm. And, and Scarlet, the way it built up, or like our, um, like one of the way they built her up is that she's human. That's the, the her and Blockeye are the foils because yeah. they're humans amongst gods kind of thing. And there's even a whole like thing where like literally like Hawkeye has a thing in Age of Ultron, which I actually yeah, like, he's like there's gods and robots, and I'm just none of this the makes arrow. none of this makes sense. I just we are in a city in the sky, we are floating. I'm like that's the kind of stuff I was hoping for more too. And I again I liked the espionage stuff that we got a bit with like Winter Soldier was fun. But again, you had a super soldier. Mm-hmm. This one had a super soldier too, but yeah, Black Widow. But Black Widow was more super soldiery. Felt like yeah. And I'm like that. It's the same concern we had about with like Sam Wilson, like him getting mm-hmm. the Captain mm-hmm. America thing. I was like, is he going to take the serum and stuff like that? And they're, I mean, I guess we'll see what they do with him there. Like how much they treat him as a superhero versus. But just he got he gets beat up a bunch he does and i because like because he's a dude and i like it sounds he really just fucked up fight. but i like that because yeah, it yeah. feels to your point especially when he's fighting like when he's fighting cap yeah and cap was working him because well, it's he's cap, a super soldier and it's it's him and bucky fighting cap yeah. and it actually feels like oh this is an yeah. actual fight yes so yeah um i don't have anything else i just i mean go see it in theaters obviously because yeah. it's a marvel movie and they're best in theater i saw it in dobie and it was pretty and it was loud and yeah. it was enjoyable i forgot I forgot. To do Dolby? Or no, I forgot no, what it's like. Just forgot. I was like, oh, yeah. And then I forgot that it's like 40 minutes of commercials and then another minute commercial. Like, the projector's still on. Fuck, God, shut up. Yeah. I was hoping that was gone. No. Just... They, they still liked it. Like, look at my dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks for hanging around for our spoiler talk. Episode 406. We'll see you guys next week. 